How's it going, guys? Welcome back to another episode of RTRS Podcast. Um, today, my friend Ryan is sick, so he's out. He can't record today, but I have a friend with me here. We have a guest today. His name is Johnson Chung. Yeah, Johnson Chung. How you doing, man? Hey, what's up, guys? I'm good. And you? Good, good. Very good. What have you been up to lately? Tell, tell the audience uh, who you are and what you got going on in your life recently. I was born and raised in Hong Kong. Um, I came to America when I was 20, and now I'm 26, so I have been studying in America for like six years. I got my bachelor degree last year, and this year I started my grad program in accountancy. So trying to be a CPA in a couple of years. Nice. So that's it. Nice. High demand for CPA. You're going to get a job soon if you, <laughs> if you look anywhere. People are going to want you. We'll find out. We'll find yeah, out. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> so... Uh, how are you liking this year? This is your first year of graduate study, right? Exactly, yeah. Nice. Classes have been fun so far. They're more challenging. So. More challenging? Yep. Man. Well, what's, okay, what's the biggest difference between an undergrad class and a graduate class? Undergrad classes require more memorizing, and graduate program requires more like critical thinking and logical thinking. See, that sounds better to me. That sounds more fun. <laughs> yeah, it's just like business law. Oh, really? Yeah, you have to critically think about quizzes, other questions. Oh, man. <laughs> All right, well, I guess I have something to look forward to. <laughs> um, I just got back from uh, from Newport Beach. I was getting my, my car serviced there. Have you, yeah. ever, you ever been out to Newport Beach? I have, I have. How do you yeah. like it? I love it. My yeah? favorite restaurant right there. Really? Where is it? Actually, no, I shouldn't have said restaurant. I always have said my favorite dessert spot. Dessert spot? It's called Sidecar Donuts. Oh, really? <laughs> so they do like really good uh, donuts and they do coffee as well. Oh, nice. Yep. That sounds like a Newport thing. Yeah, so we usually yeah. go get donuts and coffee and they head to the beach. Who's, who's we? It's usually my, me and my girlfriend. Oh, nice. Yeah, her name is Luthia. Luthia? Okay. Yeah. How long have you guys been together? Two years. Two years. Two years already. Yeah. Oh, nice, nice. Yep. How, how, so, t- so tell me the story. How how did this all go down? Wow, story time. So yeah. I was in RA, which stands for residence assistance. I was working in a dorm. Yeah. Um, you know, we had training for a week together. You know, like six guys, six girls. Mm-hmm. And you know, when whenever you have like training with you know different genders, you're like, hey. That one. Hey. So you both were RAs. <laughs> we were both RAs. Oh, man. And I was like, okay, that, that girl's really cute. And because I'm an international student, I didn't actually see myself living here uh, during my undergrad time. I was like, okay, you know, I was going to go home after graduation. But then, you know, because I met this girl, I was like, wow, I found a one. You know, I, w- I would stay here for her. You know, I feel like my future is made. Oh, man. <laughs> it's <crazy>. like... <laughs> How, you, how long until you knew that? Like, did that take a while to, to know? It took like a year. It a year? Like a okay, year. okay. Yeah. yeah. We started dating pretty fast, though, because, you know, we just kind of clicked. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the dream <laughs> right there. Uh, you know, that, that's like, that's really cool. But right. that, that's kind of scary to me. How so? Because if, just like my friends or me or whatever, if you meet somebody and within a year you're like, yeah, that's them. Right. That's just insane to me. Yeah. That's such a shift in your life. But honestly, when you found the right one, not the, I shouldn't have said the right one, but when you find a person that really matches you, yeah, you know. Yeah, right? yeah. You I can, think I think yeah. that's fair to say. Yeah. I haven't experienced that, but I definitely I definitely could see how that would just you just feel it. Yeah. It's not really like a you just know up here. It's kind right. of like a, Yeah, exactly. And when I said matches, it I meant it by, because I'm a very extroverted person, mm-hmm. so I use out all my energy 
in the public, like daytime. Oh, okay. So when if I go home, I'm like, okay, I don't want to talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because my energy is all burnt out already. Dude, I feel the same way. <laughs> and <laughs> I get back from a full day and I'm like, oh man, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to like talk at all. Right. Because I've been worn out and I'm just here to just, you know, take it easy. Right. So Done talking for the day. Exactly. So if I, if me and my girlfriend would go on trips together, because I do all the talking in the daytime, <laughs> and you know she, she's a very introverted, shy person. Okay. So. So you kind and, of match each yeah, other, just and back she, and forth. Exactly. That's what match is meant by. So. She would come home and then after the trip, she's like, okay, you know, I let me do the talking because you're so tired already. Okay. okay. Perfect. You go talk. <laughs> I'm gonna listen to you. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, Jonah, quick question though. Yeah. You were saying that you feel like how is like being an extroverted person because your energy is out. Yeah, yeah. I'm a pretty extroverted person, right. I'd say. I have heard that you dorm too, right? Yeah, I do. And you have a roommate. Yeah. So what happens whenever you go back to the room after all the classes and socializing? Oh man. Oh, I mean, like my roommate and I are really close. So what what all what I'll end up doing is just because like I know it's whatever. I just like. We'll keep my headphones in or something and let like kind of let let him know that I don't really want to talk by not saying anything. I walk in and I say like, "Hey, what's up?" And then I just kind of like, and I'm just I'm just so tired that I just like keep my headphones in right. and just take it easy. Yeah. Because I I get up my my schedule is like I get up at seven, mm-hmm. go work out from seven to seven or to eight twenty. Right. And then when I get back, I um I shower and stuff and like get ready for the day, get to work at 9, and I have class and work all the way to 5. Like, right. It's, it's a full schedule every day. So all the way to 5, I'm doing something. Right. And then it gets to, like, I, I study in here in the office and, like, work and do stuff that I need to get done, or maybe I have a meeting or something, and that goes until, like, at least 10. Wow. And so once I'm done studying and doing whatever... Right. That's when I head back to my room. So I've been like up from seven, like seven to ten day <laughs> nonstop of working, nonstop, yep. and it's just the whole the whole time I'm just like, yep. <laughs> and it's exhausting. So yeah. I'll just get back and like, I don't talk to my roommate as much this quarter, but I did a lot more last quarter yeah. I because had more the time. schedule was so yeah. packed up. Yeah. yeah, my schedule is just insane this quarter. Jam packed, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's, I'll get back and I'll just you know try to take it easy. Yeah. And just, be in my own mind and just right. take just rest. relax exactly. exactly but then on weekends and stuff you know I'll talk to him and, yeah. and, and That's really catch good. up with him yeah yeah, yeah. have you, uh, you you mentioned you went on trips with your girlfriend and stuff where, where have you gone before yeah so we have gone to a lot of places you know last year Christmas we went, we took the car to Washington we stopped Washington Washington yeah. State Washington oh, State yeah okay. so we took the car upstate and then we started driving out from SoCal we stopped by San Francisco for a couple of days. We stopped by Portland for like seven days. Oh, yeah, my favorite we, city. <laughs> and then we stopped by Seattle for like seven days as well. Another one of so, my favorite cities. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was a good trip. And we, we actually get to enjoy, you know, different vibes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You go from SoCal to exactly. the Pacific Northwest. Yeah. It's completely different. It, it's so different. So. Actually, something funny that I can I can tell you guys is when we went up to a town called Tenland. 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 Okay. I think it's spelled T A N E N T. Oh, Tenland. Tenland. Yeah. So we stopped by a town called Tenland. It's it's close to the border of California and Oregon, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where when it, wherever we went to with my girlfriend, we got stairs. 
Yeah. Because I don't think that area is so Asian populated. Okay. So <laughs> they, were oh, yeah. used to, they were used to seeing you around. I know. Yeah, so my girlfriend is American born Korean and mm -hmm. she's five feet tall. Uh -huh. And, you know, I'm from Hong Kong and I'm about six feet high. So, so wherever we went to in, you know, the area, it's just like, yeah. you know, one tall Asian person and one tiny Asian person. <laughs> so, we just got stares everywhere, you know. I mean, that makes a pretty good match in my yeah. mind. <laughs> just like the extroverted, introverted side. Yeah, exactly. You got like short and tall, talkative and like... Kind of just, and shy. Yeah, shy. That, that seems to work out. Yeah, so... You ever go up to... Uh, you ever go up any any place in Northern California? I have. Okay. I, my favorite place in NorCal is definitely Yosemite. Yosemite. Yeah, I think nice. I have been there for like six, seven times for like the past three years or even two oh, years. Oh, man. Yeah, I go there like at least like twice or three times a year. Yeah, oh, that's and, crazy. Yeah, the best time I've have had was when my parents were coming for my graduation. Yeah. For my undergrad. I took them up to... Yosemite and then we did a road trip to San Francisco as well. So mm -hmm. when we went to Yosemite, it's actually really funny. So we did a hike in the Mist Trail heading up to the Vernal Fall. Mm -hmm. It was super fun. It was super misty. We all got soaked up. And we were like, okay, no, this is too slippery. I don't think my parents should go, should keep going because it's way too dangerous. Yeah. You know, you literally could feel all the wind, you know, blowing, howling, all the mist to your body. It was way too intense for like, you know, 60 years old par parents mm -hmm. that barely hike on the weekends. Yeah. So I was like, nope, <laughs> let's head back down. <laughs> but it was a super fun experience. Yeah. And then the second day we went up to the lower Yosemite Fall. Mm -hmm. So that's a trail that you can pretty much oversee the entire Yosemite Valley. Yeah. So there was super cool trail. Um, my mom is very afraid of heights. Okay. So and my sister's so adventurous. Mm -hmm. Whenever like my sister wants to go close to the cliff, mm -hmm. my mom was like, "No, no, no, don't go there." <laughs> <laughs> so that was cool. And then my sister started complaining. She was like, "Well, honestly, I have heard like Yosemite is like being like the you know the best part in yeah. America." Yeah. This is like, well, after coming to the lower fall and upper fall, it's like, you know, I, I feel like everywhere is like the same, right? Yeah. And I was like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you go to like Glacier Point and go to, yeah. uh, you know, Havdum, you know, go to different places. Mm -hmm. So the next day we actually took her to see the sunset in Glacier Point. Mm -hmm. We took the car up there, so we didn't take the four mile trail up there. Okay. You took know? the car instead. Yeah, took the car. <laughs> So if Balance we had, it out, do yeah, a lot of hiking exactly. and drive up yeah. the if, way. Okay. If we had taken the car up, I mean, if we had hiked up to the four-mile trail, they would have, like, taken us 10 hours back and forth. Okay. Yeah, for that day. So, like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, we were, we were able to see the sunset in Glacier Point, and oh, there nice. was breathtaking... Yeah. You know, did you did your sister change her mind? She did. She okay, definitely did. Good. She was like, "Well, you were right." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You go proved her wrong. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. Oh man. Yep. So, Jonah, you were raised in NorCal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I was. I grew up in Northern California. I know my parents still actually live there. They're in the process of moving to uh, Oregon, but um, they still have a house in Northern California. And. Uh, yeah, I grew up there my whole life. I pretty much just grew up in the forest. Right. Yeah, they, they wanted to... Um, my parents originally lived down here in Southern California. Right. They lived in Glendale, then I think in Pasadena. Wow. And Rich people. Uh, no, no <laughs> definitely not. They were, they were the opposite of rich. But uh, they had a place in Burbank, actually. Nice. And that was when my sister was one year old when they moved. And they were like, okay, we got to, like... We gotta move. 
Right. Like, we can't raise a kid here. Why not? And they well they 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 thought it would be it wasn't we can't raise a kid here, but they say they they said to themselves, I think we could have a better area of Got raising it. our kids. Got it. And so they moved up to Northern California where there weren't as many people. Sorry for interrupting, but when you said better, what what did you mean by that? So like it's I think it's less dangerous to raise your kid in a place with that that's less populated and Got that it. you kind of own your own property and gotcha. you can kind of raise wherever. And so they started to look to move. Because mm-hmm. you grow up in LA and like maybe not the best part of town, you start to think, okay, if I'm raising a kid, maybe I can right. you know, move, move somewhere else. And so just kind of a safer safer area is what gotcha. they wanted. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 um, no harm to LA. I still, I still think it's great, or, or SoCal, or whatever. But um, right. they wanted to move, move somewhere. So they were looking for places to move, and uh, my dad got a job offer in Northern California. Nice. And they moved, and uh, they, they didn't know where they were moving. They just went up, took the job, and and took my sister up there. Nice. And then they lived a little bit. For an apartment in an apartment, and then they got their own place right. out in the middle of nowhere in the forest, <laughs> the forest. which is where, where they live now. And it's it's right. really it's it's really actually grown on me through the years. Mm-hmm. I took it for granted growing up, but now I really recognize how nice it is to have yeah. kind of your own place. Got you. Like down here, a lot of land is you know really valuable, right. so people will pack it in, and their people will build stuff everywhere. Yeah. But out out of the house that my parents have right now, there's just so much space, right? And it's all yours, and yeah. you can kind of do whatever. You can't even like ever hear your neighbors because right. they're like two acres away. Yeah, or couple or a couple miles yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> no, not that far, but yeah, but yeah. So. Um, it's it's kind of nice to go back and just relax and be yeah. like, wow, this is this is really my like my space right. where I can just take it easy. So, I heard you took your roommate up north. Yeah, he came home with me yeah. for Thanksgiving. And yeah, he, Thanksgiving. he's also international student, right? He is international. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Braxton. Right. So, <laughs> h- how did it work out for him? Because you well, know, he's see, he's from the Bahamas. He's not so used to the cold. Yeah, exactly. And you took him home for. He's from. He, he's he's from the tropics. <laughs> Same here. Uh, we we went to um to Northern California where it's foggy and cold. Right. So, <laughs> so it really, man, it just. It was a big change for him. There was Christmas break or no, no, Thanksgiving? No, no, no Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I think, went, I think he went home for a Christmas break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, time has really gone by. I know, right? Oh, man, it's yeah. already four months since Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, yeah, I, I took him home and because uh, I didn't want him to stay here. Right. You're <clears> such a good roommate. No, definitely not. <laughs> definitely not. But uh, thank you. Um, so I, I, I showed him around. He got to meet all my friends and my parents and stuff. Right. and. You know, it was good. It was yeah. it was good to just be home. Honestly, I I really appreciate going home when I can now because I I don't have it as much. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I'm sure with you it's even even yeah. more so. That's why I made a special trip home. You made a you made a special trip home. I what, did. In what regards? So I always you know call my parents, call my sister, dad, happy birthday on their birthdays, and mm-hmm. because their birthdays are on December in December and oh January, yeah. So I just can't go home because it's like final season, right? Yeah. I just can't do it. So this year I did the same thing. I called my mom. Actually, she was turning, you know, older, younger on January 29th. Mm-hmm. I called her on like the 25th or 26th. I was like, "Hey, mom, you know, it's gonna be a birthday. What's your plan? Are you doing anything special?" And then she was like, "Well, 
no, not really, because you're not home. So you know, we we just can't do anything special without you. And I was like, oh my god, <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> I was like, well, yeah, because I'm like, you know, thirteen, fourteen hours away, flying distance. Yeah, that's and, a tough uh, trip. Yeah, and I actually forgot that she was turning sixtieth. I just you know, kind of knew that she was having a birthday, but I didn't mm-hmm. know sixtieth is coming up. Yeah. So then she goes, hey. We can have you at home for the 60th birthday, but I hope that on my 80th birthday, I will have you, your future wife, Lucia, uh, my daughter, and her husband together, all together as a family. Oh my then goodness. And I was like, wow, that's kind of sad. <laughs> yeah, that's really sad. Then <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I got to make something happen. So I, you know, I'll just kind of just pretended I was talking to her, you know, finish the conversation. But then at the same time, I was actually started looking up, <laughs> Look up buying air, air tickets. Oh, okay. So, you know, after the phone call, you know, I placed my order to buy my ticket and then I decided to fly home on a Friday before her birthday. So her birthday was on Sunday, right? And because I live in Riverside, which is, you know, closer to LAX, and flying from LAX to Hong Kong takes about 16 hours. Yeah. And because of the wind is so strong that it's counter... Yeah, it's pushing pushing against the the plane. Against the plane, so, you know, that's why it takes longer than, you know, flying from Hong Kong to LAX. Oh, man. Anyways, <laughs> so I was flying out on Friday morning. Oh, and my then goodness. I got to Hong Kong on Saturday night. And I had one full day in Hong Kong. Which is Sunday, her birthday. Which is Sunday, her birthday. Actually, not even her birthday. Because um, she was having, like, a birthday dinner at home, you know, with the family, relatives, stuff like that. And oh, so you made was, it in time was, for the... Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yep. Right on time. And on her actual birthday, it was actually the Monday that I'm flying out to. Um, oh, okay. To LAX. So my dad and my mom uh, dropped me off to the airport. You know, mm-hmm. we had we had dim sum in the airport, and then oh, nice. And then yeah, that was it. That was a really special, good trip. That you know, that was a really good surprise to my mom. That's a really nice trip. Yeah. That's really nice of you. I don't see. That's a lot. I don't know if I could ever do that. Why not? I mean, I, I, I wish I could, and I would try to, I would like to think that I would. Right. But flying 16 hours within three days, 32 hours within three days. Right. Like when finals are coming. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. The good thing about being a grad student is most of my classes are pretty relaxed. Okay. Uh, you have your own time to manage your own work. It's yeah. not like you have to study all the time, but you just have to practice. So I actually took all my homework and grading on the plane. <laughs> on the plane. So oh, man. <laughs> what a good student. Right. I, so I'm TA for business law. I, I'm a grader for Dr. Jerry Fox. So I actually took all the quizzes. <laughs> On the you plane with the me, and right? I graded on the plane as well. Oh. Uh, I actually made more mistakes than I used to, so I, I kind of felt bad because you know. Were you like tired, so you're making I, mistakes? Yeah, oh. I was tired, and I always try to make like a hundred percent accuracy on grading. So you know, yeah. no, no student would come up to the teacher saying that, "Oh, hey, the team is grading my test." So I, I don't want that happen. <laughs> it's a bad but reputation to have. I know, <laughs> but uh, for this test, for this quiz specifically. Because I, I was so tired on the plane, so I actually made a couple of mistakes. Oh, no, it's okay. So I actually I'm felt so sure bad. I'm pretty sure I was so happy that actually Dr. Fox didn't bring it up. He was like, he was so chill about it. <laughs> I mean, you were flying a lot. Yeah. And, you know, not getting much sleep. Right. So you, you finished the trip with uh, with dim sum. Right. That's a, it's a soup, right? That's like a Cantonese style of food that, you know, you have different... 
bowl, not bowls, but like you have different kind of steamed dishes. Steamed that, dishes, yeah, okay. Coming out from the cart. Dude, that sounds so, good. Yeah, that was so good, yeah. That's a good way to end it because, you know, yeah, it was. you're in like your native country. Exactly. And some good food yep. that you're used to, you know. There you go. How do you, what do you think about the food here? You Big old USA. Honestly. Dig into their food. I think coming to SoCal really opened my, opened my eyes at, you know, I have never tried Mexican food before. Oh, okay. Yeah, You've never tried Mexican food. Before. I have never Coming tried. Coming to SoCal is a place yeah. to try Mexican right. food. Right. So I've never really tried Hispanic food, like per se. Well, you haven't. I haven't, like not yet. Or you, I you had, had not, not. I had not. Okay. I was gonna yeah. say Johnson. We're gonna right. leave yeah. right now. <laughs> get out. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I take you with me. We'd go get some. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I had not tried any Hispanic food before I came to America. So, okay. you know, eye-opening. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. So many different flavors. Yep. What, what, what did you think first time you tried it? It was really good. Yeah? It was really it's good. good. You know, it was marinated beef, chicken, and then Yeah, you know, I've heard some people Some people don't like it because the flavors are Too kind of strong. And they're not used to it, so they like don't. Oh, like it's so food. good. Yeah? It's so good, yeah. Like, oh, like my Korean friends in high school, they, they hated a lot of Mexican flavorings. Like, I, I remember one guy specifically... It, any time there was any cilantro on food, right. he would not eat it. Really? It was his least favorite thing. Wow. He would, he would, like, he would hate it. Yeah. Honestly, I actually didn't like it when I was in Hong Kong, too. Cilantro? I started eating it here in America. What, what, made, you, what made you change your mind? It's it kind of like, you know, people start saying, hey, you got to add the flavors, man. Yeah. <laughs> he said, okay. Then I tried it. I was like, well, it's actually really good. Yeah. <laughs> so, Jonah, quick question. So, I have heard, like, you're saying you have, like, different ethnicities, you know, friends, yeah. stuff like that. So, what are you like? You know, I don't. You know, it could be. It could come up as like a really offensive. No, person. no, no. It's not not offensive at all. But man. what are you? I'm I'm uh I'm half white. We don't know what the white part is because my dad is adopted. Uh huh. But the other half is um, equal parts Japanese and Mexican. Wow. So yeah, my mom is half Japanese and half Mexican, and I'm half white. Wow. So it's a it's a it's a kind of a blend. Right. People people. Kind of recognize that I'm Asian because I have like kind of Asian looking eyes, but everything else, they a lot of people don't really recognize that I'm Hispanic. <laughs> so I'll tell them that, and they're like, "What? No, you're not." I had I had a friend who who told me he's like, "You're not Hispanic." Right. I was like, "Yeah, yeah." He's like, "No." I was like, "Okay, I guess I'm not." <laughs> but, but you are though. I caught her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a quarter. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's it's kind of interesting because to me. I can't really subscribe to one nationality. Right. When it's mixed like that, it's hard to say like, oh, I'm Hispanic right. or oh, I'm Japanese because, right. you know, you don't feel sufficient enough in, in any like, in any ethnicity to where, right. like, where you can say I'm this gotcha. or I'm that. So I kind of feel like I'm just an American right. boy. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just American. <laughs> I'm a no cowboy. And, <laughs> and I think it's easy to say that I'm just American because... America is such a diverse place to be. There's so many different cultures here right. that it's okay to say, oh, I'm just American because, you know, exactly. you don't have to be one thing. Right. When I, I was, right I, did a, I did a year abroad mm-hmm. and <clears throat> I was in Germany and when I would travel to different countries, you would see a little bit of diversity, but not nearly as much right. here. You couldn't get different kinds of food if you went to... Okay, uh, um, here's an example. I went to Italy to meet up with my friends, and I loved Italy. It was right. great. They had amazing food, and it was it was awesome. There's a lot of culture there. It was a great trip. But you couldn't get as much variety as you could, say, right. in America. I couldn't go down the street and get, like, Chinese food, Mexican food, or whatever. Right. Because... Or, or if you did, it just wouldn't be that good. Mm-hmm. Because they don't have that... that 
that diversity there. They don't have that many different cultures just kind of all living right. in the same place. Whereas in America, people come from all over, and they, they America's just kind of just a blend of yeah. everybody. So yeah. you can find people from anywhere. Like a melting pot. Which yeah. I, I really like, and I right. really think people should, should emphasize more about right. the U.S. I don't think it gets enough credit for it. <laughs> but yeah, what do you want to talk about? I don't know, bro. Let's talk about your car. Let's do it. Good therapy session. Let's do it. Get it out. Let's do it. So you, uh, you have a car here, Johnson? I do. What kind of car? Um, when I came to America five years ago, I bought a 1998 Honda Accord. Honda Accord? Woo! Yeah. You know, All one, reliable. One of my favorite cars because it's so... I can just beat it up without like hesitation <laughs> because it's so old. <laughs> like, if I leave more scratches, like I wouldn't feel bad. That kind of thing. So you just crash into somebody. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> so I had a car for four years, <laughs> and then last year I bought a newer car. It's not a new car, but newer car. It is a 07 Lexus IS250. I bought it nice. at sixty five hundred dollars. It's actually cheap. That's a good deal. Uh, yeah, it's a good deal. I got it from my auction. But then I added so many parts, aftermarket parts in it. I did, I completely changed the, changed the suspension system with coilovers, camber kit to make the offset better, to edit, you know, more bolt joints, you know, to, and control arms just to make, you know, the control feel better. Thanks, spicing up the car. But anyways, I added, you know, exhaust, coil intake, you know, new rims, new tires, and ECU, you know, GT unit. Going you know. all out here, Johnson. That's <laughs> crazy. Know, all the aftermarket lights, so, you know, you name it. Yeah. So, but then what happened was because, you know, th- this car is so fun, and I actually added strut bars and sway bars from, you know, the F-Sport and Cusco. So the car is kind of made for, like, you know, the back road driving, so. And because the car is so fun, I always push it really hard. Yeah. Um, you know, like, when I go to Glendora Mountain Road, I... You ever redline it? Yeah, I, I usually, you know, kind of redline it oh quite often. Goodness. And I kind of never leave the car under, like, three, 4,000 RPM because I want to keep, you know, the horsepower going. <laughs> <laughs> I want to keep the torque going as well. So keep it up, I, I think that way I kind of blew my car off a little bit. You blew you blew it out? I actually blew it off. I So what happened was I blew my radiator last weekend. You blew your radiator? I did. And no. I figured because my coolant was splashing everywhere, I was like, oh my God, something must have happened, right? Yeah, of course. And then I went to my guy and he was like, hey bro, you blew your radiator. So what can we do? And then he was like, hey, he just stopped, he just swapped the, a new radiator on the car and I was like, okay, then I should be good to go. You know, nothing's going to happen anymore. So I took the car back on Saturday and then Sunday I drove it to Anaheim from Riverside. Um, you know, the car was fine. But something weird happened was when I was taking off in the parking lot um, with a cold start, my car was started like idling kind of weird. Then I was like, oh my God, something is happening again. And Monday when I was taking the car to the gym, I started seeing the check engine light and then, you know, my car started, you know, kind of, it's kind of revving like kind of interestingly you know from like 1500 down to a thousand and back up to 1500 when oh i was like goodness. at the parking lot <laughs> so it's just really weird i was like oh my goodness took it to my guy he tried to check the pressure of the six cylinders um one of the cylinders actually uh gave up on me oh no it's actually not functional anymore so what'd you have to do so 
I really don't want to sell the car because I actually really like the handling, the look, the style of the car, mm-hmm. like everything overall. Like it's yeah. kind of like a cool car, and you know it's kind of have that sentimental. Yeah, value. absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> it's been here. You you put a lot of money. Exactly. Here's yeah. your baby. Right, and I, I feel like if I sell a car, I can't get anything back because you know, maybe like a stock Lexus IS two fifty right now will only worth like five thousand dollars. Really? Yeah. So like, what can I do, right? Putting like ten grand of mods in the car, selling the 10 car, grand. selling the car for like you know three thousand dollars. I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. So what happened was I told my guy to order a new engine for me. New engine. It's not like a new, completely brand new engine, but it's like a used new engine. Okay. Um, the engine's about forty thousand miles on it. Fourteen thousand uh, isn't bad. Forty. Four zero. Oh, four. It's still not that bad. Yeah, it's not bad at all. And uh, so I ordered it. It's coming next Monday. And go get your car back. Yeah, so I'll go get my car back. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I don't see myself redlining it too often again. That's good. That's I was just, good. Yeah, I was just not push it too much. Yeah. I'll, I'll be like a really good daily driver, you know. Yeah. Not even try to take off in the red light. <laughs> Maybe just don't redline it as much. And exactly. Probably good. Yeah, but hopefully I can, you know, get a car going for a year or so and then just sell it to, you know, car enthusiast. Because okay. with a low mileage engine, I think people is gonna like it. They they're gonna want to buy it because it's so low in mileage. Mm-hmm. So they feel like they can keep the car for a bit longer. Then I'll go toward my camping car, the Toyota Four Runner. You know what you should do instead? Yeah. Sell your car and buy a motorcycle. <laughs> So, Jonah, (laughs) I remember last week we just went to a motorcycle's place. So, what's a bike that you're looking for? What's a bike that you're looking to buy? I'm looking for a bike that's 300 to 400 cc engine. Right. Some decent horsepower. Right. Something that isn't too sporty, so I don't have to lean over when I ride it. It's kind of a comfortable ride around. Got you. I'm looking at the the Kawasaki Ninja 400. Yeah. Or the... um, I was looking at the Suzuki uh, GT, G, GTX uh, 250. Right. But or it's the yeah GTX 250R. But that's a little. It's it's a 250. So I feel like it, I'd get bored of it pretty soon. <laughs> yeah, Too slow. CC, yeah, it can barely top 100. So I mean, you know. But acceleration is really fast. Yeah, acceleration is fast. But there's there's other cars out there too. Like there's the Yamaha YZF R3, which right. is a really nice bike, really beautiful bike. Go and buy that, it. That's <laughs> it. I mean, I'm I'm thinking about it. My my parents are are worried about me riding a bike. So, mm. I'm holding off for now. I'll see if I can't convince them later. Right. But <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll see. I, it's yeah. always been a dream of mine. Jonah, tell me more about the parents part. See, they're they just they're just so worried that I'm gonna hurt myself, which is a valid, honestly, valid, yeah, valid reason. When you told me about you like buying a bike, I was really worried. Well, it's you're 35 times more likely to get in a crash on a motorcycle than you are in a car. Right. And, and n- n- not even that, but your injuries are gonna be way worse because yeah. you you hit somebody and you're right. just flying. You, exactly. You're not contained at all. Yeah, you're so, not covered. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a little bit more dangerous, but. Honestly, to me, it's kind of worth worth the risk right. because if you ride a motorcycle, it just it, you know it it's it's an experience in itself. It can right. make anything exciting. Right. Like say you want to go see a movie or something. Right. And you go in your car. 
you didn't really get excited about riding your car to the movies. <laughs> but if you ride your motorcycle to the movies, it feels cool and you feel good. Like, and if you can go anywhere where it feels cool and feel good, like you can go anywhere and just like, you right. know, like. Like you get excited about going to anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Because wow. you get on your bike and you're just like, wow, this is right. so fun. This is such a powerful right. like little machine. Even going to school. Yeah, yeah, even going to school or go out to eat or something. You're like, all right, I'll meet you guys there. Wrap it up. Exactly. Wrap it up. Right. But, you know, I don't know. It's, it is dangerous, but it I, is. I think it's something that I'll, I'll do because I've always wanted to ride a motorcycle. It's, right. al- it's always been a dream of mine. And I think it's, it's pretty important for me to live my life how I want to. Right, and, for yourself. And, and for now, I'm going to hold off and respect what my parents' wishes and not buy, not buy a bike for a while. But when I do you think you're going to buy it? Uh, next year, sometime. Right. Uh, be, I'm in my junior year of college right now, so as my as next year wraps up and I'm getting ready for graduation, that's when I'll probably start looking at buying it. <laughs> It'll be kind of a gift to myself, graduation like graduation gift. Yeah. Oh, okay. You did it. You, you get to <laughs> right. you get to ride a motorcycle. Yeah. You're gonna now. reward yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But I don't. You know, I don't want to worry them too much. So right. I won't get it for now because they, they were really worried. Because I was so worried too when you told me you want to buy a bike. <laughs> Why are you worried? The first thing I was like, okay, Jonah, let me go buy your helmet. <laughs> no, no, I'll get a helmet. I'm not gonna ride recklessly. It's I'll, I'll be fine. I don't know. I saw some crazy videos on YouTube the other day of of motorcyclists. They get up to like, you know, 220 or something on like a, a Kawasaki H2R, something right. like that. And they they like they pass cops and stuff. Right. And they'll just like keep going at like oh 220 because goodness. the cop can't catch them. So they'll just like, you know, they'll go, and they'll like, there's a cop behind him, puts the lights on or something, and they just get out of there and take off. Oh man, that's so, scary. Jonah, I understand that, you know, we have like laws and stuff in America, right? So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna be doing any of that. So also understand that, you know, there's like a limit on the road, you know, on a local road, you probably like have to top out. You know, at forty, then you have you can't go faster anymore. Yeah. But there's no limitation on how fast you can go from zero to forty, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you can so you can completely feel your car. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, with a bike, you got to be careful though, because if you give it a little bit too much throttle, the front end kicks up and right. you do a wheelie, you do right? Really, yeah. But if you if you put too much throttle on it, your bike flips, and uh-huh. so you'll flip over on your back, right. and your bike can pin you on the ground. Right. So and then you're done. So you really gotta be you really gotta be careful when you're trying to get up. You gotta make sure you shift correctly. And, you know, the bike I'm looking at has a slipper clutch, though, right. which means that there's like smoother, smoother shifts and uh-huh. stuff like that. So it doesn't, it generally won't be that bad, but you can, you can get up pretty quick. Right. Pretty, kick is pretty yeah. quick to 60. Yeah. Right. What I'm really most excited about, though, is traffic. You just lane split and you just get through traffic any, any time. Like, think about it. Traffic doesn't matter. Of course, you can't blaze through traffic because it's dangerous. Somebody shifts over to lane, you get hurt. But if you, you know, everybody's stopped, right. you can go like 30 miles an hour and kind of, you know, just keep a, keep focus on yeah. who's going to shift. You kind of look out, whatever, right. get ready to break to at protect, all times. Yeah. Exactly. But you're going 30 when no, when everybody's going zero. So you're just blazing by traffic and you get from anywhere to anywhere in like a decent amount of time. Traffic becomes arbitrary because you think, oh, man, really rush hours right now. I, I want to get to Laguna right now, but I'm in Riverside. I have to drive all the way through LA. It doesn't even matter because you just lane split the whole way and you just get through all the cars and then you don't have any traffic to worry about. Like, if you could do that in a car, man. Jordan, honestly, as a good friend, what you just said really worries me. Why? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they're always like, Edith's driver, don't look at their blind spots. 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yep. But I mean, you could get hit in a car, too. Exactly. So you just got to be careful at all times. I'm just worried, man. It'll be okay. It'll be okay. All right. Uh, well, Johnson, thanks for uh, coming in and talking on the show. I really absolutely. appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for covering for Ryan while he's sick. Yeah. We'll do it again. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I would tell you more crazy stories about, you know, anything that happened in New York. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, next time. we got to hear next New York time. story. Okay. Yep. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to the RTRS podcast. You can email us at rtrspodcast at gmail.com. And you can uh, also hit us up on our Twitter at RTRS Podcast. And we'll be putting more episodes on SoundCloud, YouTube, and iTunes Weekly. Um, thanks for tuning in, guys. Appreciate it. We'll catch you guys next See week. See you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye.